What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, I have Lindsay Arco on the podcast. She's talking about sales and negotiation, and it was an incredible show. I absolutely loved it. I think you're going to get a ton out of it. Even if you watched her presentation at Flip Hacking Live, you're still going to get a massive amount out of it. Um, I'm uh, just so grateful for her to be in our community, to come on the show multiple times, speak at the event, do everything that she's doing, being a coach for our runway program incredible. We talk about the simulator. If you're interested in jumping in the simulator and figuring out how to reduce risk and increase your results faster in real estate, doing using a tool that I had in the military in simulation, go to sevenfigurerunway.com, the number sevenfigurerunway.com, fill out an application right now and jump in and check it out. We also are doing a free live replay of Flip Hacking Live. So we talk about that and how you can get it during the show. So make sure that you stick around till the end. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Well, hello, everyone. I have a, another Flip Hacking Live speaker from October of this past year. And um, we're going to talk today about her presentation and some of the big takeaways and some uh, like gold nuggets. That, now, after we've done the event, um, I have been going back to all the speakers and basically saying, what were some of the best presentations that you had? And then also, what are some things that made the most impact during your presentation to the people that were in the audience that we could then come on the podcast and help you guys with your business right now? So what is the thing, like, so what's the one takeaway that most of the people gave feedback to so that they can teach that to you on the show? So uh, today I've got Lindsay Arco back on the show. She was just on like a couple months ago, right before Flip Hacking Live. And she's back. So if you need a background on her, or who she is, what she does, all that stuff, you can go back and listen to that show. We'll put it in the show notes and in the email and description. But Lindsay, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Very good. Uh, I really, the, the podcast we did before this, I really enjoyed it. We talked about sales. We talked about negotiation. Um, even like your demeanor on the show, the way that you um, ran the conversation, it was very interesting to watch and different than how we have spoken in the past, I felt like. Like you've really developed the skill of sales and have been really successful doing it in, in a kind of a new and different way. And you talked about that at Flip Hacking Live. I'm very thankful for that. And I, I, I got, I get feedback from all the speakers. And I would say you were in the top like one or two presentations that people said this was the best that I heard. So I don't know if you got that kind of feedback, but I certainly did. And we did here at 7FF. So I'm incredibly thankful for you to have done that. So if I haven't said it yet, thank you for coming to speak. Thank you for saying yes. And thank you for putting yourself out there. And I hope you enjoyed it. Did you? I, I did. I, I had a, a blast. It's, you know, so often what I do, I, I speak to sellers and I, I don't speak as much to people who are, who are doing what we do. And so having that opportunity and, and connecting and strategizing and, and even some of the role playing that I was able to do at the event um, was just so much fun. So I, I appreciated the opportunity. It was, it was great. Yeah. Uh, so before we get going real quick, just do like the cliff note 30 second version of like who you are, where you live, what you do. I think that would be at least be helpful. And then go listen back to the, to the show that we did before for kind of all the details of the story. Sure. Um, so I actually am in Tampa, Florida. Um, I work with uh, Blackjack Real Estate, 
And um, for the last year, I've been really um, focusing on changing and improving a new sales process um, that's really focused on um, delivering results and um, reducing sales resistance. Nice. And uh, it's been successful for you. It's been extremely successful for me. Yeah. I've been watching the contracts come in and, um, and all of the communication. So I still on like the DocuSign and all that stuff. So I get all these emails and updates and the, the deal tracker, and it's just always cool to see. So uh, I've been watching from afar and it's really impressive to see um, what you and Adam are doing there and how well you work together and stuff. It's really, really cool. I'm so, so proud of it. It's been a, a really awesome ride, um, gaining momentum. You know, when you first start a new process, it's unnerving at first because you're, you change the way you speak. You change the way you work through um, your, your actual presentation. And it, it's hard to detach from the outcome, which is obviously we want to get a contract. And if you can do that and, and focus on delivering a result and get sellers out of price-based thinking, then that's how, how you actually move forward. You move the business and the contracts and, and the deals forward. And so there, you have to have patience to do that. So the evolution of that process has actually taken about six full months to, for it to feel really good and then to start seeing the results from that. Wow. It's, it reminds me of when I first started. Like I, I, don't, I don't think I'm the best B2C salesperson. Like I, I struggle with that. I'm very much a logical, get to the point, here's the numbers and data. Like I love business to business sales because I show them like the outcome is very much tangible of this is exactly what I can make you with whatever I'm doing or my product or those kind of things. And so um, that was always a challenge for me. And it took me about four and a half months to get that first deal under contract. And honestly, it took me a salesperson to come in and actually do a better job than me. And so I had to fire myself from that role, but it was that patience of, of waiting for four, and it's interesting in like an Advent season that we're in right now, talk about waiting and patience. Mm -hmm. We've been like really talking about that at church and in my life and praying about it lately for me um, is, is adding more patience into my life and really this anticipated waiting. But it's like most people are not willing to wait that long to have the success or, and they, they quit. They quit after a couple months, they go back to what they're normally doing. So um, I guess one question I have before we even kind of dive into Flip Hacking Live is like how, how do you wait? How do you be patient in the face of that, where it, it appearing that you're not getting the results that you expected as fast as you, you expect? That was really tough for me because I'm very results oriented and I have about negative 10 on the patient scale. So um, at first, when the calls didn't go as planned or I sounded robotic or I would lose you know, to another buyer, um, it was really frustrating. Several times I thought about ditching the script or moving right into condition or all, all the things I knew I shouldn't do. And what kept me patient was the fact that I listened to my own calls. Because when you run the call, you're done. You think, oh, I did everything I could. And most of the time, that's not true. So what I would do is I would grade my calls, not every single one, but at least one to two a week. And I was like, oh, I missed this. Or I didn't listen when the seller told me what the problem was because I was thinking of the next question that I wanted to ask. And so that helped with patience because I was like, I have to go back at this again and I have to hit all the criteria. And only after I do all these things, if it still doesn't work, then okay, maybe we'll try something different. 
But until then, I cannot ditch it because it's not perfect. And that really helped kind of like beat down that impatience because I, I knew that I wasn't doing it the way I should yet. Hmm. I love that. Um, I think, yeah, I, I mean, we're just, like you said, results driven. I think we're just a, an animal who is just, we change all the time. And I see people that, again, and you, you also that followed that one course until you're successful. So like you just focused on that, said, I believe this. And that belief, um, uh, even though it's easy for that belief to go down because the results are off, but you went back, it's really hard to like self-diagnose those kind of things. It's really mm -hmm. hard to go in and listen to yourself. It's really hard. That's like training, like actually doing the work. Most people are not willing to, to train. They're just out there like, oh, I'll just, I just need, I need more leads. I need more people. I need more attempts. I need more. But it really, you went back to the process. You dialed it in. You practiced. You listened. You went, you went to the game film. You went yeah. back and went back into the training room. And it was really cool to, to hear that. I think a lot of people don't do it. So let's talk about Flip Hacking Live. Yeah. Um, for your presentation, I'm sure a lot of people, um, I've spoken at bigger, big events in the marketing world and all these different conferences. And every time I, I speak, people come up to me, like flood up to me afterwards and say, oh, that was really impactful. Like, this was the thing. This was my big takeaway. This was mine. What do you think like the biggest thing that you shared was? And, and maybe we can kind of talk about it here and, and teach the people that are listening to this podcast something that missed it. Yes. Yeah, so this is really interesting. After I gave the presentation, the amount of people who came up to me and told me how calm I was, how, how I had like slowed the pace that my tonality was so soothing. Um, somebody actually told me that they think I should make, uh, tapes for kids to fall asleep, which may not be a good thing, but, um, I, that's when I knew like my message actually landed, right? Because what you say is not as important as how you say it. And the speed in which I speak is very deliberate and my tone is very deliberate. And without those two things, you can have the best written scripts in the whole world and it won't work. I just wrote down what you say is not as important as how you say it. Um, I think that lesson alone could probably make anybody listening a lot more money. So in a sales process where you're going in with a seller and they're in a distressed situation, um, what should that be? Like, what is, what's your advice for them? Like what, like how should they say things and what should they do? Like, what does that look like? Well, the, the first thing is, is that you don't go in and build fake rapport. The first thing is very natural that you want to say to somebody is, how are you doing today? And you sound excited and, and upbeat and, and you just smell like commission breath when you do things like that. So um, really just, just going in and, and saying you know, very clearly why you're calling and that you received their information or a request about possibly selling a home. That does not create any sales resistance, right? I'm not a vulture. I'm not coming in with a cash hammer. I, I'm, they've already probably talked to a lot of different people. And so right from the beginning, everything I say is disarming. Um, I, I, I reference this in my presentation that um, a lot of people in sales, they preach always be selling. What I would tell you is always be disarming. If I say to you that you uh, may be interested in some options to possibly sell your home, you're not going to be like, oh, no, 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 goodbye. You're, you're going to be more open to that. So that just right from the beginning is the very first thing that you can say in a voice and tone similar to how I'm speaking now 
to get them to start to open up. Mm, I like that. Always be disarming. Um, it's going to be a new video that you create, maybe. <laughs> um, so when they came up to you, and um, uh, has anyone since then, like, um, taken anything and utilized it, put it into practice? Like, has anybody followed up with you? Maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Yes. So um, in our in our um, sales and marketing call that in our community that we, we do every week uh, after Flip Hacking Live, um, a couple of our members have actually taken um, the, the scripting and uh, what they've learned and implemented it into their process. And so I've, I've had the opportunity to listen to some calls and um, listen to them navigate through their, their conversations. And it's, it's interesting because they're, they're going through the same things I did where they've now memorized the script and they're going through a process, but the tone isn't quite right yet. And um, they haven't learned yet to detach themselves from the outcome, which is obviously getting the contract. So they can't fully listen, but they're working through that. And it's, it's, what's really cool is how many people have told me that they just don't have angry sellers anymore that are extremely frustrated and hang up on them. So they, they can't even get past that first intro where somebody just says, I want a price, I want a price. I wrote down, don't have angry sellers anymore. That's, <laughs> these like bullet points are, that's, that was such a problem for me when I was, um, you know, running my business when I was involved, like I was running blackjack. It was the lead intake people were getting screamed at. Everybody was getting yelled at. It's just like, it was a lot of like a lot of heaviness on the team for this, these distressed situations, the people that are in very bad ways. And even the people calling, um, you, you probably still get the same hate from the mail, but, um, they like will never talk, get rid of that. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> So that's, I think that's really nice. And that's probably is the start of seeing progress, right? Right. So I talk about a lot of time. Go ahead. Could you imagine if, you know, somebody you're on the phone with somebody and and they are like, well, you, you want to buy my house. What, what's your offer? Just you, you call me. And and you said, well, I, I'm not sure that we could yet. I mean, I, I'd have to know a little bit more about the house and, and how quickly you may want to move away from it and um, maybe when and, and why you're actually looking to sell just to see if I can even help you. And it just, it changes the whole dynamic of the call. So yep. you don't get burnout that you get from, from back to back angry people who are throwing up sales resistance all over the place. Do you have like a uh, incense candle going on the side of the desk and some like calming music playing when you're doing this or no. <laughs> it's, it's kind of what I envision now. It's no. like a very serene environment and this tone and conversation because um, do you think that anyone can do this? I do. If two things, if you are willing to learn, and all the things I think about that, that I've done and why I've been able to perform, it's that I have made myself the most coachable person possible. And I will try anything. I will learn. I will apply. I will study. And I think that that's what makes the difference in sales. That isn't how I normally speak. I'm pretty intense and I speak very fast normally. But... 
I know that's not what gets it done. At the end of the day, I want to win. And so I was able to make those changes. But you have to want those things because if you don't, your success will be short-lived or, or maybe just not at all. And you, um, you also have to be just willing to detach yourself from the outcome. It's interesting. I used to want to know all the details about the seller and the property before I got on the phone so I could, I could do all my pre-work and be ready to go. But that just formed a bunch of assumptions in my mind that were then more difficult for me to overcome in a call. So now I want to know the least amount of information possible so that I can stay curious and I can actually listen to what the sellers tell me because I need that information to be successful. And so if you're willing to learn and practice and be curious, I think you can win. I think you can do it. Well, when you said uh, coachable, like you're the most coachable person, I think that's a huge um, piece of success, like being like openly coachable. It was one of the bullet points that I talked about in my presentation at, at Flip Hacking Live mm -hmm. was that is, that's something that I see in any successful person. They're openly coachable. They mm -hmm. are, and they want to grow. They want to learn. They're hungry for that. And they want to develop and get better all the time. And when somebody, when somebody says, Hey, you should try this, they're going and learning it. They're, they're trying it, they're studying it and they're practicing. And then it's really just a matter of how long do they put it into practice for before it becomes more natural right. as it starts working. Right. So, um, what about, what about the rest of the presenters? Like, were there some presentations at Flip Hacking Live that stood out to you and, uh, which ones were they? And then like, what were some of your takeaways from those? Yeah. So um, Bruce Norris, uh, his presentation was amazing. Every year we do state of the market. And I, I feel like that's almost like a level set for us in, in this business. It's like, okay, what's, what's happening right now? What can we look forward to in the future? And so that we can think about what adjustments we need to make in our business to, to meet that demand or, or lack of. So um, that was a great presentation. Um, he, he did a fabulous job. He's also a really good storyteller. Um, so, so I like that one, um, a lot. And what, what were you, what was your takeaway from that? Like what, what were, what's some of the things that you kind of, um, that you maybe put into practice from his, or you started thinking about after it, does that make sense? Like what, mm -hmm. um, what are some things that you were like, wow, like, okay, where are we going? Like, what was, your, what lens did you look through from that? I, I think it's, some of it's what I already know. Like, I know that there are deals to be had in any market. Um, you might adjust your strategy, you might adjust your underwriting, you, you might uh, switch from maybe doing more wholesaling to doing more flipping or wholesaling, just based on what the, what the market's going to demand. But knowing, okay, this is what we may see as far as interest rates and um, buyers eligibility to purchase homes from us, then, um, you know, we have to be more strict with our underwriting. We need to be better at estimating our ARVs. That is when, where we win and we lose, right there. So um, just being very intentional with, with every single deal that we do um, and, and making sure that our underwriting is strong and that we have a good understanding from our, our sellers um, what's going to happen when they sell their house. And are we really offering them a result? If they sell us something and they can't buy something or move somewhere or go somewhere, then they could be stuck. And so um, the optimism that comes out of a session like that 
helps me come back to the team, put them at ease as well. And, um, and really go and, and promote that out, out into the marketplace and to our sellers. Hmm. Yeah, I, it was interesting. When I talk to different people about his presentation, I hear kind of some different things. Like I think some of the people was interesting in, in, the, uh, in the audience that maybe weren't data people. It kind of like scared them when he used the uncharted territory term. And so they were like, oh, well, that, this seems really volatile. I'm really scared. What they didn't get out is he was talking about like, like we're not going to see a big increase in sales prices and, and values, but we're also not going to see a big drop in them either. Right. And it was just kind of like st steady going for the next few years is what he was seeing and projecting. So um, what I got was that's different than what the media is portraying. The media is portraying doom and gloom, real mm -hmm. estate's going to crash, all this stuff, especially around October time. And what he's saying is that's, there's no data or factors that are, that are possible that that's going to happen. Like I, I have seen no possible way that that's going to happen. I also don't see a way that we're going to see like crazy increases in prices mm -hmm. either. So now we're in a, in a market where you're not going to be saved by the increased ARV when you go over budget and over timeline on your project. You actually have to be efficient. And, um, and then also having less deals in the marketplace, we have to be better at what we do. You have to get more creative to find them, those kind of things. All, a lot of this, he basically, like you said, he, he, he confirmed a lot of the things that we've been talking about saying, thinking mm -hmm. inside of the community, which was really cool to see somebody. It was validation for me. Uh, and, and that felt really good. I, I'm very excited for 2024. I, I think it's going to be a great year. Have you ever not been excited for a year? No. Yeah, I was thinking that when you said that. I was like, I don't know that I've ever been like, oh, I'm dreading this coming year. So the cool thing is, I think that's the mindset that, that we have, that other people might not have. Like if you're dreading the coming year, let's start questioning what you're doing. Let's start questioning, maybe it's your job, maybe it's your lifestyle, maybe it's your health, maybe it's, maybe it's a lot of things that are going on in your life. I start you know, questioning that. If you're not like just itching for the next day to come to go to sleep to be able to wake up to start a new day and, and get excited about it like and, and that might be why you're listening to the show you might be you know have a w-2 job that you hate you're dreaming about getting into real estate and i would just say to you why are you waiting like, what are you waiting for and like make it that right now like make your coming year make 2024 make design your life the way that you want and it's totally doable it's totally doable it might be scary and it might sound risky but it is a hundred percent doable. I think, what do you think about that? I, I do actually, that's my, probably my only regret is that I, I, I played it really safe way longer than I should have. Um, my exit, uh, for my, my W2 job took almost five years while, um, building and scaling. And, um, I, I wish I would have done it a little sooner than I did it, but everybody's journey is a, a little bit different. Um, I did what felt comfortable for me at the time, but um, I also know that I do my my best work when I'm not comfortable. Mm. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, I, I tend to always put myself in uncomfortable situations, or like or like increased stress. It feels like like I add something on because I want to. I don't know. I, I like playing the games. I like solving problems. So um, I do think I can get better at that, though. Um, Okay, so we talked about Flip Hacking Live. Um, what do you think about the uh, the model that we've been talking about and executing on inside the Runway program specifically now? 
um, this simulation and scenario-based training type model for like risk management and development and get people to, um, to take action. So I th as I think about all these people that might be in a full-time job that they hate, they're going into 2024, they're trying to get into real estate, they're listening to the show, is like, but they see heavy risk. The whole goal for you that are listening is how to figure out how to de-risk that decision for you in a safe environment. So what do you think about what we're doing? Um, I'd just like to hear your, your thoughts. Yeah, uh, that's a, such a great question because uh, because I'm I coach um, inside the Runway program. Um, I get a lot of feedback um, during my sessions, and everybody that I've talked to has just been so grateful um, and excited by the the simulations because it really gives them an opportunity to make decisions in a safe space, and they're not just one person in the simulation, right? So there's like a couple people there, and they feed off of each other. So it's a, it's a really great environment and a very safe way for them to get exposure to some of the things that we are doing on a daily basis. Um, a couple of, of the simulations were based on, you know, Blackjack's uh, seller scenarios. And one of them was one that I am, well, I'm still in the middle of. And some of the recommendations that came out of Runway members were better than some of the recommendations and things that we were doing. Um, so we benefited from that as well. And it, that was just re really cool. It's just, you know, the, the power of being able to collaborate at that level is, it's amazing. Do you think it's going to produce better and higher results than we have in the past? And do you think this is something that is missing like out in the marketplace pretty much everywhere? I think it'll definitely produce better results, but I think the key to that is not just better results, faster, better results. Because mm. you think about, um, I, I think about my own experience when I came into the group and I, you know, I moved through, at the time it was set up a little bit different, but basically I moved through run, runway and into altitude and it was at a, a little bit slower pace. I, I think had we had those opportunities at, at that time, some of the things that we're so afraid of as new entrepreneurs would be eliminated because you can practice them in a, in a space that there's no risk to you learn, come back, make adjustments, change, and then execute on your own and feel confident about it. Mm. I think if, if other, other industries did the same thing, they would see very similar results. Yeah, I agree with you. And th th I think the industries that see the best results, the highest caliber people, the the folks that we rely on for life and death situations are the ones that we're taking this from. So I think it uh, it only makes sense that, like, I always th think about, for years I was like, it's not that hard to make a decision. Like, I'm not going to die if I make the wrong decision. I might just lose a little bit of money or time or something will happen. Like, I'm used to getting in a helicopter and it's like, you make the wrong decision, you could crash into water and kill myself and like a bunch of other people. Right. So, and, and like pulling on that now, I just, it just seems so obvious that when you talk about what runway was, especially you were in the group right when I bought it in 2019, like that first meeting of, of, it wasn't even called runway, it's called six figure flipping. And, yeah. um, I, when you were talking about that, I was like, man, I just beat myself up for not having figured this out earlier. And um, to Adam Whitney's credit, it took a post of his inside the Facebook group to trigger this idea and a further conversation and deeper dive. And then it's, it's just like snowballed and snowballed. And now I think um, I, we, we have the best training environment 
on the planet for real estate investors. Like I'm 100% confident in that. Uh, if you jump into the simulator, you are going to get better and you are going to see results. And you're, and like you said, faster. So it's results faster. And, and it's the result that you're getting is not necessarily like making more money, but it's having the decision-making process and the confidence. Like we're building up your confidence yeah. in a no risk environment. So, mm -hmm. and the only risk you really have is kind of your ego is somebody else finding some holes in knowledge or something that you need to refine or develop. And I remember anytime I got in the simulator, like I never flew a perfect simulator. I never, I would always crash. Something would always happen. I would always make a mistake and then we debrief and this is what we found. And then I would go back and I would study it and I would practice it before I got in the plane. So I wouldn't make that mistake in a very dangerous environment. So right. um, I'm a hundred percent confident that um, we can help anyone get better results faster in an environment like this and take the risk out of it where you can build confidence in a safe place. Right. And I think and that's what it is, us. confidence and trust. It helps us as coaches too, because, you know, based on the, the simulation, the questions that they ask really give us a better understanding of where they actually need help. Yep. Like if they're not asking the right questions, then we got to dig deeper and, and figure out, you know, where the knowledge gap is so that they can ask the right questions. So uh, it's a it's a really uh, unique training tool and um, it's a game changer. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm really excited about it. And frankly, I think in the personal development world and the coaching space, it it will take off in the next few years. We will be everyone will be doing it if uh, I, I just I'm 100. I can't believe it doesn't exist. I can't believe there's not people doing this. Um, so I, I'm excited about it. If you are interested in that, you can go to sevenfigurerunway.com, the number sevenfigurerunway.com, fill out an application and talk to my team. It's again, like that's a risk-free environment too. To talk to my team and staff is a total risk-free environment. Like there's nothing that you have to lose to talk to them. Um, it's not a, uh, hopefully they have the tonality and they have the, um, the patience that Lindsay has on the phone. And it's very much a conversation of where are you? What are some of your goals? And what kind of resources do we have that are options for you? Um, and it might be continue listening to the podcast. It might be, you know, jump into our free Facebook group. It might be join the runway program. It might be the fact that you are way too experienced in advance for that. And you need to come up into altitude with us. And so um, they'll give you the best recommendations. It might be Top Gun. We have a Top Gun program that's uh, like small group coaching. And so it, it might be one of those. So, um, Lindsay, I'm grateful for you. Like really grateful uh, that you have uh, just... And our first meeting in 2019, really, and then you jumping in and being a coach now, speaking at the event, doing everything that you do inside the community, running the sales calls, like, uh, you know, running the sales process in blackjack, making everybody more money. It's like, it's really <laughs> incredible. I'm incredibly thankful. Um, truly am. I'm, I'm blessed to have had the opportunity to hang out with you more at the event at Flippacking Live, have dinner together, do all the stuff that we did. And it's rare that I get that opportunity. So it was really cool. And I just feel this like overwhelming sense of like great gratitude and thanks after this conversation for all that you do. And half of it, I didn't even know you were doing. So um, I know that the members feel the same way. And sometimes we don't get that or hear that, especially for me a lot of times, because I run so fast that um, it's, it, it's hard for me to, I, I never, I, I need to do better at that, slowing down and saying thank you. So thank you for that from the thousand people that in the event, all of our members, the hundreds of members that you helped and all the sellers and, and people inside the company. It's really, really cool. Um, wh what, how can people find like you? How can I help you? 
Is there something that you need or a way that they can reach out and connect with you if they if they want to? Um, sure. I, I can just be reached. Um, Facebook or Instagram are probably the, the two best ways to reach out to me. Um, it's just my name, Lindsay Arco on Facebook and um, L Arco, A-R-K-O 102 um, on Instagram. Uh, and just, you know, Bill, I, I think that the things that uh, that we're able to do through our community uh, are amazing. Um, I, I appreciate everything you said about the things that I do, but um, honestly, it's 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 my home. My home away from home is is this group, and I've experienced tremendous growth um, from the people in this community, and so it's it's my pleasure to participate in any way I can. Yep, I've seen it. I've witnessed it firsthand, and um, and I'm excited for the growth of the whole family. So uh, in seeing uh, your girls and, and coming to the event, it's just like so cool to to watch all of that develop, like all of our kids, the families that are coming and all that stuff. So um, I'm excited about the future. If um, if you want to catch Lindsay's presentation and all the other presentations at Flip Hacking Live, we are doing a, um, I think we're doing a live, like a limited live replay. So it's 100% free. You don't have to pay for anything. Um, you don't have to get a plane ticket. You don't have to get a hotel. You can just check it out. And um, and grab all the gold nuggets that everybody dropped on there and implement them into your business. And hopefully, you know, you know, after that or during that, you decide that, hey, this is the place that I want to be. Like the why we put that on every year is to give you an incredible amount of tactic and strategy, but also to just like bring the right people into our community. Like we want these, the better people that we have inside the community, the, the better we get. Like Lindsay said, we got these people in the simulator that are, running scenarios from blackjack and they're giving them ideas. Like it's just, it's a win-win for all of us. And so if we can help you start that journey, um, develop that journey or scale the journey you're already on inside real estate investing, whether it's flipping, wholesaling, buying rentals, whatever it is, um, would love to be a part of that. So there'll be a link for that, um, that opportunity for Flip Hacking Live in the description. If you're watching this on social media, it's in the post. If you're, you know, got an email for this, it's in the email. And if you have any questions of where to find it, you can go send us an email info at sevenfigureflipping.com. So info at the number sevenfigureflipping.com and uh, we'll get you the link. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. It was amazing as always. I love talking to Lindsay. Uh, the presentation was incredible. I want you to watch it. And if you were there, it might make sense for you to watch it again because sometimes we miss something, especially in the moment. So uh, Lindsay, thanks for being here. I uh, am incredibly grateful, like I said, and I'll see all of you on the next show.